Hello, I would like to welcome you to the Average Joe Podcast. I'm your host, none other than Joe. And I'm just giving you this week in news, this week in music, this week in the culture, this week in everything. Just a week in rap. We just we wrapping the week up. We gonna start from everything that happened on Monday to Sunday. It's gonna come out a little late because of the the time I'm gonna post, but it's gonna get out there, and I'm just gonna give you my thoughts and opinions and points of views. On everything that's going on, because a lot be going on. The culture is juicy right now. I thought Twitter back in like, you know, 2010, Twitter, 2011, Twitter, I thought that was lit. But the culture is lit right now. There's so much going on, and especially this week. And we're going to start other than that in Takashi 69 and the interview that he said would be the most rated interview and the most viewed interview. And blood was right <laughs> and honestly if you want to take it to say like is he a little bit more popular than cardi b right now yeah yeah nah, maybe not but maybe yes but maybe not but oh dude is, is definitely climbing his way up like he's he's tapping numbers he's he's tapping into a lot of people's feelings right now a lot of rappers are butthurt about the things that old guy has to say i'm not even gonna lie that's why everybody's screaming fuck six nine and you know he does have a lot of this hate and attention coming for him though because he does put a lot of that energy out there and as we all know the energy you put out is the energy you get so my guy does put a lot of hate out there a lot of anger but he's getting a lot of it back but my guy seems to actually be pretty calm about it more people seem to be more angry it seems like he'd be really getting under their skins. Like, as he said, it'd be old ass niggas. Old ass niggas coming from him. I mean, he's no lie. He's 21. Niggas be like 30. Like, the essays that be in the city of California and Texas, <laughs> my essays definitely look 30 and up. All right. 35 with like four daughters. Okay. And five different baby mamas. <laughs> be clear. But he didn't even talk about his music. He didn't even talk about Day 6 9 and how fire it really, really was. Like, his songs have a lot of energy. He's definitely like the DMX. Like, I didn't listen. I was never really an Onyx fan before, but I like just never listened to him. Not that I'm not a fan. But I went back and he does give that energy, that DMX, that, like, that energy. And I need it sometimes. Like, that Chief Keef, like, I need that energy. Like, he, he ain't telling you I'm about to paint this extreme story. Like, he's just like, I'm going to spit these in. He's no mumble rapper. Because he's not mumbling. He's not saying, you like, well, what he say? He's very clear. Articulates himself very clearly. Like, a hero guy. And... Didn't even promote that. We didn't even really talk about that. And let's just say the Breakfast Club didn't really even know about that. They were so concerned about how he's about to get shot. They, you know, putting all this energy toward old, old guy. Like, oh, he's about to get shot. And like, dang, you like you wishing it upon him. But he stood his ground. He held his own. He explained every story as slow as it might have taken him. And it's a lot of stammering and all the things that he did to get to the point. He eventually did get to this point. We have to agree because I was very curious as to like, what was the whole L.A. thing? Like, can you explain to me what happened out in L.A.? Because I thought you were in L.A. But he explained like, you know, these grown men just be mad. And he explained the Southwest by Southwest, like Jay Critcher, Great Prince or whatever his name is. It's just a little cloud chasing. And he explained, he's like, I'm a gangster, I'm a thug, I ride or die behind blood gang and all. But I'm not no fool. Like, I'm not just going to walk in on a setup to get 
don't buy mad niggas, which makes sense. Makes sense, okay? Like, if I know if I go to this party, 50 bitches gonna be there ready to fight. I'm gonna, I'm either gonna show up with 50 and like, all right, let's do this. I'm just not gonna show up. I'm not gonna put myself in that kind of position. And he thought, he's like, I'm just not gonna put myself in that position. And I was like, you know what, my guy? I agree. No need to do that. But, um, there was a lot going on in that interview. And I was so disappointed because I'm a huge fan of The Breakfast Club. But how unprepared they were and the kind of points they were just trying to make, it was very, it was very sad. It was like them trying to attack this young man and just say like, okay, no, let's critique his music. Let's, let's talk about him as an artist and all the antics like that go, all those antics and everything go on with being an artist these day and age. It's like, you have to bring some kind of notoriety and attention and, and to yourselves. And he found his own lane, whether we agree or disagree with his lane, that's up to our own opinions. Um, but you have to like, at least get into the interview a little bit more background. They didn't, I don't, they didn't know it. Maybe it's out on They didn't even know his songs. Like, oh, dude is killing the billboards right now. He's killing them. His songs is fly. And honestly, that Blood Walk, Blood Talk song. Again, with the energy. I was feeling I haven't even heard Rich the Kid's version. I honestly don't even think I want to hear it. Because I'm honestly so impressed with Takashi's version. I'm like, man, just we're just gonna go ahead and keep that as the original version. We're gonna just go ahead and throw Rich the Kids version out. Franks facts. But um, again, I'm and um, his <laughs> his sayings, like his sayings are funny. Like I like though he kept saying blood, blood, blood the whole interview. I'm like, this is like a nationally syndicated radio station. This is going globally. You just you want just up. Okay, you're just going to keep saying it every other line. And they call it, you know, I was like, all right. <laughs> and I let my nuts hang. <laughs> what does that even mean? But it's funny. And when Gary Owens the next day came and impersonated him, even funnier. I definitely agree. I definitely laughed and felt for my guy. He also sat there and got himself a nice little highly rated show. It was funny. His is funny. Got to give Gary Owens his uh, his props for out there. Really, really cloud chasing on his own. He really got that interview hard up. And, um, but Takashi, everybody, everybody had a lot to say about it. It was like, everybody was checking out his video, which is at like seven point whatever million views at this point. I caught it was went well before a hundred before a million and I was like oh dang when he said it I was taken aback I was like this guy but then I checked you know kept refreshing the page and I was like oh my guy my guy was not joking when he said these things um and the whole persona thing like (laughs) Charlamagne got signed again on that like how you gonna say persona does not mean to act persona definitely means to act it might not have been the definition that he again took back. And now I was like, oh, I was trying to say this other, not the, the adjective, the noun. And you tried to use the verb, stop. He had the correct definition. It might not have been to the definition at that time that you were trying to, but it definitely is the definition of persona. And speaking of persona and things that people are acting, let's give it up to Howard Scammer of the Year. Tyrone Hickerson Jr. as he has finessed 
the system hard. <laughs> and the Howard students, they mad, y'all. They are big mad. And I don't blame them. Because they're mad that their financial aid is blah, 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 not messed up. And blah, 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 they're not getting their money. I don't feel for the... I, I feel for them, but I don't feel for them because my financial aid worked every semester. I definitely got them good refund checks out, <laughs> but they're bad. And I understand because they go to quite expensive schools, 50,000, it's what 44,000 is what they said it was a year. And he is a 4.0 student. So it's like he, the way he's going to justify this in court, I, he's not getting any charges, any time, anything. Cause think about it. How is 44,000 a year? You go for four years. That's one hundred and eighty thousand. He said, "Oh, he went for summer semesters, so that takes you up into the two hundred thousands just to complete your undergrad." And if you are a certain caliber student, you do get loans. You do get, I mean, not loans. You do get scholarships and grants and things. And especially when you work for the school too. Now you also get those, and tuition becomes like a lot less. So now you're getting the actual cash version of these things. A lot of math people understand, and then now he's a third year law student. Law school, law school is even more expensive. So you're not talking about the maybe fifty thousand per year. That's another minimum one hundred and fifty thousand that goes into law school. Again, he is a four point student. Obviously, a student of merit status, to cheesy scholarships and grants and things of that nature. So if you calculate two hundred plus from undergrad to now one hundred and something plus. In law school, that roughs up to about this $430,000 that he got. And so it seems only fair to the students. He just figured out a way to finesse the system, which other people have figured out. They should be not mad at him. They should be mad at Howard for for tuition for being that high. Okay, that's what they should be mad at. Why is tuition $44,000 a year? Let's, let's, Let's talk about that. Okay, not miss how Mr. Tyrone ruined the name Tyrone and anybody who works in the financial aid department is going to be under high alerts and watches right now. That's what we should really talk and we should really laugh at how he was flexing so hard. Like He wasn't even discreet or undercover with this. He was bold. He posted, oh, his nice Gucci's and the furs that go inside out. He was in Dubai and on mountains, just living la vida loca, honestly. Like, he was living his best life. And we have to commend the fact that when everything went down, at least he had his lawyer. You know how many niggas be scamming, 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 they get caught and then don't got money for a lawyer, don't got money to get bailed out, don't got money for like nothing. And he'd be like, bro, you did all of this and all of that. You ain't got money to bail yourself out. See, at least my guy had money for a top-notch lawyer. And then the lawyer had the audacity to be from Howard Law. Like, to add more insult to injury. But I am going to be here for this case. And to say, let my people go. Tyrone, you should be free. And also this weekend news, somebody done bit Beyonce. I'm going to be frank. Tiffany Haddish be reaching. Stop telling Beyonce stories. Because you're not even that entertaining. Like, I, that seems like, it seems so far. Somebody really bit Beyonce. It's like somebody, so 
who is Beyonce's security is letting people like just bite and touch her like anyways so I'm just like oh the story is kind of sketch even the guy who got the picture of Beyonce I was like dang like y'all team just overlooked this little sketchy dude he looked sketch like I would have been like Beyonce like you okay well just look at me anywhere like you gonna take the picture too and Beyonce who took the picture like she be like dodging other people from taking pictures and she just posed up in the picture so Tiffany mm, girl pick another person stop telling us beastly like if Beyonce is not releasing good new music because that top off top down whatever nonsense that was released was trash I am not honestly here for any DJ Khaled and Beyonce and Jay-Z collapse because like the best one was I got the geese the geese the geese and we can safely say that was annoying like, it was only really good because it was like, oh, it's Beyonce, it's Jay-Z, oh, great. And they put the iHeart stimulus packages and, like, fucking drained it into our skulls to fucking try to like it. I'm not here for it. So, stop telling Beyonce stories unless she's, like, I don't know, doing something cool. Unless she, like, fought back. Because it even sounded whack. Like, somebody bit her and she ran to somebody to tell them, oh, my God, somebody bit me. Like, no, like, you definitely, like, should have handled that a little better. Like. And did anybody see this? Somebody needs to, like, who let Tiffany tell the story and then not tell us? And then everybody was like, yeah, yeah, no, not feel it. And did Fab hit Emily? Like, this is heartbreaking. Like, Fab's supposed to be my funny guy, the cool guy, and he's taking this assault L. Because we know how hard it is to come back from beating a woman. Because it's like, everything you do now will just be making jokes. People have the side eye. Fab, you really hit her, and I was really taken aback that people were doubting it too, and they were doubt, they were doubt, it was like doubting both sides. Yeah, we're like victim blaming. Like they didn't even really come to the rescue for Emily at first. Like they was all first like, oh no, how could Fab? Fab would never. Oh no, Fab, not F A B O L O U, not. Fabulous. Nah, I've been around home dude for 35 years. He ain't never lifted a finger. Da, 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 da. And then we see the video and he obviously has some kind of anger and animosity at the moment. Threatening her mom and her brother and she didn't look frightened. You just see the way she ran in between them cars. <laughs> look like Fab put the backhand on her. She looks very frightened. And this is not funny. Like, I promise you, I'm not. This is. Oh, such a sensitive subject to make jokes about. It's, oh, God, God, God will forgive me for these. But, yeah, um, she definitely looked a little frightened, and I would be, too. Because, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. My big, like, if, if I was in a relationship with somebody and he hit me, like, that, that'd be a, that'd be a, a big straw. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, you can't hit. You just, because... Mm, then I wouldn't be able to make jokes and be myself around you for fear that you would hit me again. Therefore, this relationship would just be awkward. I do. Yeah, the hitting. So I feel for you, M, M girl. I feel for you. And um, to a more, another somber note, um, Stephon Clark, the shooters have, um, the charges will not be placed against them. But this is another sad story that we're going to be telling again and again. Like, they believe all lives matter. And we believe black lives matter. There's there's a thin line that separates the two, but that thin line is very big. They don't just care about us. and They will never feel that 
we deserve the equal rights. Because it'd be the same reason why Dylan Roof just walked out. Like, no, nah, dude should have been just shut down. Like, now we're going to spend all these thousands and hundreds and billions of dollars to get it through the free trial. We could just pop out. Easy. People out here getting shot eight times without a gun. Oh, dude killed mad people in the school and walks around scotch-free. So, you know, we shouldn't be looking at the law as a way to... um get justice because uh, no justice will be served. Um, you know, the justice is, it's not meant to be served for us or for them. They are not meant to, to be punished under the law. We are. So, um, I'm not again, shocked at this situation. I, it's just, you know, and I'm saddened by it. And I, I, I do hope that things will change, but things can only change when um, we become a part of the change and not just become a part of the protest. Like, we have to implement our own into office to now um, prevent things like this from happening again. And again, speaking again by taking by the law, like, they done locked my nigga DMX up. And DMX don't deserve this. Um, He needs far greater help than going to jail. Um, People need real re- ugh, rehab. Rehabilitation, Jesus, I was about to butcher that word. But people need deeper help than just prison. Like, prison is meant to break you down, but not build you up. They tear you down, and then they bring this broken person into to society and how they're supposed to cope and how they're supposed to operate and function. They're not. You're supposed to break somebody down and build them back up into a stronger, better version of themselves. No, they break you down to a weaker, scared, more fragile version of yourself. And that's why you come out or you become this this, this fragment of yourself. So um, I'm very sad to see um, um, what again happened to my guy DMX. I hope he, again, he goes in this year and comes back. Because I... I I'm going to be honest, I never really, like, I knew DMX songs, but I really sat down, like, about six months ago and just, like, took a time, like, let me just listen to DMX, and I really fell in love with, especially the whole Damien track, and, um, and slipping all the songs, and I've gained a new respect and a new perspective on them, so I, I want to see him go well and be well, and, and then he tells a story about how, you know, he didn't even intentionally want to smoke crack, and somebody laced the blunt, and those lace blunts are dangerous, honestly, dangerous, like, we won't speak about them, but they're dangerous, and, um, new music has dropped y'all. The world has blessed us, blessed us with some new music. We're going to start with The weekend, My guy, thank you for the surprise. I'm so happy you didn't release on Cardi B's week. I'll be trying to give Cardi B her time to shine. He's giving me back those House of Balloons, those Thursday vibes. And, oh, Selena, you wicked bitch. This man about to give you a whole kidney. I can't even get guys to do a lot less, okay? Like, a quarter of that. And you fuck that up, but you know. On the weekends, only telling us a little one-sided-ass story. You know, everybody tells you the one story. So we're all here. Oh, poor the weekend. We don't know what he did to old poor Selena. But I was feeling it. I was feeling every bit of it. The weekend, you were giving me those old-school vibes again that I just, I've missed. Thank you. My girl, Tink, thank you. Am I a... M-I-A, M-I-A, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all the tracks, I'm feeling Tink's energy, that, that little 6 EP, 
I'm happy you're back. I'm happy you're out right now. Oh, I wish you but that but the success right now, DJ Esco. Thank you for blessing me with a new future, 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 future. Thank you. I'm feeling future and Nas walkthrough. Thank you. XXXTixation. Outside of your antics, man, you do deliver some good music. Oh, heartfelt good music right there. Chloe and Haley, I love you guys on Grownish. Amazing album. Amazing album. I hope it doesn't go over overlooked. I hope people really look out and fuck with it because it's good music. All right. And last but not least, we got to. Yeah, we got to address Cardi B. Be careful. Gotta take a, mm, a nice little deep swallow to that. Let me get my wine. Cause um ah, yeah, we cardi, 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 cardi. I like the message, I like your verses, but why are you singing? Like your singing is cool for Instagram and for your jokes and for your antics, but actually on like a song song no bueno. No bueno. No bueno, mommy. No bueno, mommy. You definitely could have had somebody else sing. Because it's just, oh, like nobody else in the studio cringed when they heard that. I cringe. Like, it's, mm, it's uncomfortable to hear. What about a great song? If somebody else, you just, just let them sing that because we didn't, we don't want to hear you sing. We don't. Not on a whole song, like a whole real song. Like, these are little 60 second IG videos. Like, I wanna be like, we feel you. To get on it, really singing, it, it took us back. Cause now we're anticip- now we're looking at this new album in a whole new light. Cause when you leave with Bodak Yellow and follow up with Bert, and bitch, party with Cardi, now you just now you leave with this. Everybody's like, ah, is this new album gonna be popping? Are we really looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it, always. I fuck with the Cardi era movie movement. Um, I'm looking forward to it, too, but. I hope the rest of the album is no more of you singing. And if it is, I you have a week to, to fix it. You have a week to fix it immediately. Immediately get that fixed. Um, please. And this week, it's going to be our very first loser of the week. Loser of the week. Um... This loser of the week. Loser of the week is just for somebody who takes the big L. Okay. All right. And I'm going to give it to myself. Me and my cousin. We took a huge L. 